Uh, we're basically professionals. Holy shit, we're professionals. We're professionals. Okay, three, two, one. Hello, hello, hello. Um, hi, I'm Percy. And I'm Carlo. And we're Calipico. Yeah. Um, so you might have heard my voice before. I make lots of annoying things on the internet. <laughs> um, <laughs> TikTok, I've got a couple of YouTube videos and I am planning to upload some more soon. I just ran out of time last semester because it got chaotic. Yes, it absolutely did. Um, but I do have plans for more more YouTube videos, so you will be able to hear my voice more, which yeah. is clearly a blessing. Of course. It absolutely is. Obviously. Obviously. Um, yeah, and I'm Carlo. You might have heard my voice before. I also make a disgusting amount of TikToks, um, and I also make music and post about that sometimes. Um, I had a YouTube channel for a while. Haven't uploaded in years, though. So if you're here from that, that's crazy. Highly Dedication. Loud. Yeah. You're my number one fan. <laughs> if that's you. That's me. Aww. You can't still... We have to fight now. Oh. If you're here from Carla's YouTube channel, we've got to fight. <laughs> fight me for it. Of course. I require that title. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I'm... I'm also here because of Calliopeco. Yes. We're both here because of that, which is... Um, Funky. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Our links for more information will be down below. Um, but yeah, so um, this is our first episode. Yes, if you couldn't tell. If, if you couldn't tell from us being like this. Yes, completely um, disorganized, but it's fine. We're good. We've got it covered. Mm -hmm. We're good. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just gonna introduce ourselves, tell you a bit about our craft, our practice, bits we're comfortable sharing, um, and then we'll tell you about the latest shop update, um, some of our products, and how we came to make Calliopeco in the first place, mm -hmm. as well as the story behind our namesake. Um, yeah. yeah, so it should be a fun episode. We will have lots of laughs. It might be a little shorter than usual. Our <laughs> usual episodes will hopefully be about an hour, um, depending on how in-depth the topic we're discussing is, because we are looking at doing some really cool topics, like yeah. side wound theology, which <laughs> goes completely over my head, but I promise I'm reading up on it. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So um, I'll start. Yes. Uh, so I am Percy. I am from at Esoclectic on most social medias. My Twitter handle does have a one in place of the second I. Um, but again, links down below for that. I am an eclectic witch and pagan. I primarily focus my craft on uh, modern folk magic and Greek and Roman history and culture, as well as working with deities from a variety of ancient cultures, but primarily um, Greek Hellenic deities, um, such as Hecate and Dionysus. Um, 
But yeah, you might have seen a bit about that on some of my other social medias. I talk a lot about the history and interactions between ancient cultures and mythologies and how those mythologies grew into the deities and stories that we see today. Um, yeah, so I've been practicing for about actually almost seven years now since about halfway through 2015. Um, which is a wild concept. That, yeah, absolutely. That's bonkers to me. I've been, yep, imagine that being seven years ago. Oh my um, god. But also, I'm so glad that was seven years ago because I did some stupid shit as a 13-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, on one hand, whoa, how have I been here for seven years? But on the other hand, I am so glad I know better now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I started my craft with tarot, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of how I got into it. It was my gateway drug. Um, although I had already had a bit of a weird obsession with Greek mythology since the age of eight or earlier, um, because I was just, I, I was that autistic kid and that was my special interest, you know? Um, how nobody ever realized I was autistic until I was 18. <laughs> beyond me but hey but hey it's it's fine I just hyper focused on ancient mythologies and got to where I am today yeah it's good it's a good start yeah um yeah so I'm Carlo uh a lot of my social media handles are uh, at Kalokari um usually with either an underscore or like a dot before the last r i which um Yes, that's my actual name, but Carlo's easier and all that kind of stuff. Um, what am I talking about? Myself, Yourself. myself, and my practice and how I got here. Wonderful. So, I've been okay. So I'm a bit of a different case to Percy because I've been actively identifying my practice as like witchcraft and all that kind of stuff for maybe about a year now. I infected them. Yeah. This it, it, I moved Percy, in with I moved in with them and then bullied them into joining me in the witch cult. Yes, I Percy is a bad influence, is what we're saying. <laughs> this is the first time in my life I've been a bad influence. It's great. It's very exciting. Yes, I'm I'm so proud of them for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but before that, um, before then, I was simply just identifying as like a Christian mystic and. If anyone's familiar with Christian mysticism, you already know that's essentially witch- witchcraft anyway, and I was doing that for a couple of years. Um, but before that, very fun- funnily enough, I was a youth leader at my church's youth group, um, and my grandpa's a pastor, and I was seriously debating going to, uh, what is it? B- uh, Bible college. That's the word. <laughs> And, like, doing a theology degree and all that kind of stuff. Um, But then I didn't because I decided art school was better. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, okay. Actually, doing a psychology degree and then transferring into an art, a visual arts degree that's combined with a psychology degree was better. Basically just increasing your workload. Yes, essentially. (laughs) Because I'm a workaholic, even though I do nothing with my uh, time, which is an insane 
practice thing to do, but I have ADHD, so I'm valid. Yeah, it's very, it's a very stressful way to be, but like, uh, yes, it, we have fun. Yes, we have yeah. fun. Yeah. Um. So a lot of my my gateway into witchcraft and all that kind of stuff actually started when I was quite young, but and then actually taking the step to identifying that way and actively practicing it, um, took me turning freaking. 19 years of life. <laughs> you're, you're fair. That's, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Because, like, I was also, like, raised in essentially the Bible Belt of Australia. And I yeah. didn't want to, you know, have a target on my back. Yeah, no. But, yeah, there's already <laughs> enough targets there. Yeah. You don't need to add another I'm already, one. like, a queer Christian person of colour that doesn't make sense theologically to a lot of people. I didn't Th- there's either. already yeah there's already a few <laughs> targets there you're whereas yeah. I was privileged enough to be yeah. a white middle class person so yeah. if I just didn't tell people that I was queer and a witch I had no targets exactly. I was great I was exactly. free it was <laughs> yeah yeah so I just don't tell people things and mm. I glide by yes. you are unfortunately not given that choice <laughs> no I have I have to walk around my black ass and be like hi <laughs> It's um, the casual racism. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, me being a person, uh, being, like, a person of colour, especially with, like, um, me being, like, West Papuan, but also having, uh, like, Asian influences in my life because I'm, like, Balinese, as well as being extremely Greek and Scottish because I'm super mixed, absolutely has, like, influenced the way I interpret a lot of theology. And, so, and also your cooking, which is fantastic. <laughs> yes, well, I'd hope so. <laughs> it's so good. Every time you cook, I'm like, oh, this smells good. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> You've greatly increased my palate. Yes, um, this one couldn't handle spice very well. And then apparently mm-hmm. uh, one week hand, they went home to their parents' house and they cooked dumplings or something. Yeah, I cooked dumplings yeah. for my very white parents who were better at taking spice than I was. Um but still white. Um, and I cooked dumplings and I put chili in it. And my mom looked across the table at me and goes, this is spicy. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, Carlo's been expanding my palate. Yes. And I am so very proud of them for it. I, yeah, I very much appreciate it. It's, yeah, I have been held back from all of these delicious dishes yeah. because like, I love all the other spices, but then the chili is too hot for my yeah. Pathetic white person tongue. Um, and then you came along and were like, you just got to build up a resistance. Yeah. Like for real, like a couple of months ago or something, I was craving dynamite sticks, which is this Filipino dish where it's like a jalapeno stuffed with meat and cheese wrapped in spring roll wrapper. And I made them all and I just told them to eat one and I got them to do it. And I was so proud of them for it. I was stat. It's on my Twitter. I tweeted about it. I was standing across from them being like, it'll kill me. <laughs> That jalapeno will kill me. It's a whole chili. And then I ate it and it was not that spicy. Yeah, it's a jalapeno. It's, it's a jalapeno. <laughs> but I was full. I was like, it's gonna kill me. And they were like, you're such a pussy. <laughs> so yeah, peer pressure does work, kids. You've heard it here first. <laughs> no, bad. <laughs> we don't condone peer pressure. No. <laughs> we don't. Anyway. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I practice a lot of Christian mysticism kind of stuff, Christian witchcraft, but I also incorporate a lot of, um, traditional, like, Balinese magic into, like, my practice and, like, my beliefs, as well as some 
even though I necessarily wouldn't call that pagan rather than indigenous religions. Um, and then sometimes I'll be like, hey, at the Greek gods, because I'm Greek and I want to put some respect on the name, you know? Yeah. 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 It's, that's, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's funky. It you, is. You, yeah. <laughs> Your practice is fascinating from an outside perspective because mine is relatively simple. Yeah. And then I look at yours and I'm like, this is so fascinating <laughs> because yours, as you are, is mm. so much more diverse than I am. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's really cool. And I feel very privileged to have been able to watch your practice grow ar- around me and Aww. around our other housemate. And yeah. Yeah. It's been very nice yeah. seeing your practice and yourself kind yeah. of grow. Yeah. For some additional context, our, we have a housemate who is also like a Jewish witch as well. He's great. He's so much fun. He's the best. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We, we, we love him. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that is a bit about us. Um, we have known each other for about a year now. It would have been about this time last year that we kind of properly met. Yeah, because like we met each other in a group chat at our university um, but we never physically met until the day that we moved until in. Until the, the day we moved in. Yeah. I, wa- I walked into their house and Carlo looks at me and goes, oh, hi, I'm Carlo. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I recognized you because we have video called, but this is the first time I've actually seen you. Yeah. Which is um, very funny because we've been at events where the other has been. Like, and never crossed yeah. paths. <laughs> yeah. It... But it all worked out in the end, yeah. and we finally met, and now we're buddies. Yeah. Yay. You can't see it, but we just hugged. It was cute. Yes. <laughs> we're very cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it's been about a year now, and we, when we first met, we kind of just got to know each other, as you do. Yeah. Um, and then one day we uh, went out to... This place near us, which is an excellent tea shop. Love it. Yeah. Only good scones I've ever had in (laughs) Australia. Um, The British jumped out. Yes. (laughs) My my mother is English. Feel free to roast me about it. I deserve it. You're, You're valid. I would like to clarify that she is from Northumbria. So she's not... Like a Kensington Brit, <laughs> but you're still valid for making fun of me for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I make fun of her for it. <laughs> Other people make fun of me for it. It's deserved. Mm-hmm. I say words weirdly. Um, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. I deserve it. I'll accept it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were out there. We went to get our tea and scones. Um, which is so funny to say, but that's what we were doing. <laughs> They're really good scones. They were amazing, okay? <laughs> um, and then we were like, ooh, look at all these occult shops um, nearby. Let's go walk around. Yeah. Take a little look-see-loo, see what's up, suss out the uh, stuff that they sell. And we walk into one shop, and it looks pretty good, yeah. actually. It, it like has really inviting vibes, really cute. The only thing that was kind of throwing me off was like the Native American dream catchers, but I kind of expect them at most occult yeah. stores. Most occult stores in Australia have them. For They're, some reason. 
pe- like people in Australia are kind of generally behind the trend of realizing things are appropriative, especially things from America. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so then all we saw at the front was like yeah. a crystal display. Yeah, crystals and some like uh, deity statues and it all checked out pretty fine. Um, I went over to inquire about the crystals. Yes. And like and they knew nothing about where they got them or any of the sourcing. So which we were like... Uh, was unfortunate. Yeah. But a lot of shops don't know that. Yeah. Unfortunately, especially because like diamond certification versus crystal certification, like yeah. extremely different things. Crystal certification doesn't actually exist. It's more of trust the word of mouth of the provider. Yes. It's very difficult. Yeah. Um, but then you turn the corner in this shop because it's got a little corner. Yeah. And then, so like, I think you were talking to the people yeah. and then I walked around searching and I was like, oh, cool, cool. An extra secret section. Turn corner, boom, just a wall covered in white sage from like bottom to top. And I'm just here like, excuse me, what? Yeah. We've shared some pictures from these shops in our Discord server. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like, just boom wall of white sage and that one actually annoyed me more because they were kind of like it was like they were trying to hide it exactly it like felt like they knew they were doing something insidious and that was like really gross (laughs) um we've been back to that shop since to see if it had improved and it's actually got worse yeah (laughs) um which is super unfortunate but What so, can we do? Yeah, what what can we do? So we went to the other one and it was a similar story. Yeah. Um, it, it was a further away walk and it had like more witchy vibes rather than the other like, one. I would genuinely believe the person running the second shop might be a witch. Yeah. The first one was very just like hippie kind of. Yeah. I don't really know what I'm doing here vibes. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, like does tarot for fun vibes, but um, which is fine. Which is fine and as valid. long as you're not appropriating from other cultures. Which yeah, they were obviously. Um, but the other one, like, I would actually believe that the person running it could be a witch. Yeah. Um, like they had lots of like books about like witchcraft and all that kind of stuff. Um, it actually it was really funny because the lighting wasn't very good in the store either, mm. so it like felt like dark and like an apothecary almost. Yeah, it had like fantastic aesthetic vibes however but then you looked at the shelves and you realized what was on the shelves and you were like oh no a grave mistake has happened yes so there was like (laughs) there was white sage and there were statues and stuff yeah there was um there was a what was labeled as a native american spirit doll yeah i think i i saw that and i was just kind of like oh we have to leave now Yes. We can no longer be here. <laughs> yes. It, um, so that was that was upsetting. Yes. Um, but I, like we weren't in any position to do anything about it. We were just a couple of uni students. Yeah, essentially. So we kind of put it out of our minds yeah. for a little while. We were just disappointed, but we left. Um, we left. We decided we wouldn't buy anything from them, and that meant we would end up having to source any of the tools and stuff we use for our practice online. Yeah. yeah. Which is annoying, but sometimes you have to do what you have to do. Um, 
few months later? Yeah, so a few months later, because I'm a moderator in my university's Discord chat, and we finally put together one that was exclusively for queer students. And we were all, like, discussing, like, how a lot of us are, like, into witchcraft and all that kind of stuff, and talking about the shops that were in our local area. And an acquaintance of ours mentioned that they'd shopped at this place. Yeah, and we were like, oh... Mm. And we were like, oh, well, here's all of the things that we saw when we were there. And they were like, yeah, but we don't have any other options. Yeah. So Carlo and I were like, hey. Wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> maybe we need to create an option. another option. Yeah. And we kind of discussed that in the chat and it was getting like late, late. Yeah. Like... Um, Past midnight, kind of late. Yeah, so it was like 1am and we were both kind of looking at each other like, are we going to create a witchy shop? Yeah. Like, are we going to do it? Are we going to do it? Are we going to do it? And then we were like, hang on, no, no, no. Let's be sensible adults. (laughs) (laughs) Don't laugh. (laughs) It's fair, but don't. Um, We're going to be sensible adults and sleep on it. Yeah, we'll sleep on it and decide in the morning. And, and then, then we, we both... got up in the morning and the first thing we said to each other was, are we going to start a witchy shop? And then I said yes. <laughs> and we started a witchy shop. Yeah, so that's how uh, Clive Co. was born. It, yeah, it was... So yeah. when you look at our bio and it says started from like a midnight rampage or something, we, mean, we, we literally, literally mean... mean yeah. yeah, like it was actually like five hours of like should we do this because these are all of the things that are available to us currently and they're really appropriative and we yeah. don't feel comfortable buying from them. Exactly. Um, so then we did. We Yeah. And that, that is how Calliope Co. was born. Um, yeah. It was... Pretty iconic of us. Yeah, honestly, we... Yeah. <laughs> like, Just, show me another store that's done that. Yeah. Honestly, we... Yeah, <laughs> so we have... We, we were, yeah, we were having a good time. We were like, I guess we should create another option because it's better if you can to support local businesses. Um, and yeah. so we've done that with all of our sourcing as well. We've tried to find ethical Australian wholesalers as much as we could. Yeah, and it's very hard when it comes to things like crystals. Like, we're still searching for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, when, when we say it's difficult to, like, find ethical sellers we really do mean it so like we really want to provide crystals for you guys but we just don't have the resources to do that yet in a way that uh stays true to our brand's message of being ethical yeah we are yeah and when you do find an ethical supplier the stocks are often limited because it takes longer to mine when you're doing it correctly and la 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 so we're working on it they'll be here eventually crystals will happen they're coming. I'm sorry they're not here yet. Yeah. But we're working on it. Yeah. Um, it's difficult because for crystals, we do have to kind of outsource because even Australian wholesalers will mostly be importing their crystals. Yeah. Because um, they're not really mined here much. No. We just have coal <laughs> and opal. And uh, uranium. Yeah. And uranium, which is... Rocks that hurt you. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so we are looking. We've had a couple of hopeful leads. Yeah. Um, but hopefully we will get round to it. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so then we we were confronted with, oh, we're going to start a business. Yeah. Um, we're going to try and start an ethical business that we can use to buy from wholesalers and share with a community which supports our values and supports wholesalers who are ethical and um, treat their workers right and yeah. provide all of the kind of ethical ideas that we subscribe to. Yeah. And then we had to come up with a name. Yeah, we were like, what the bloody hell should we call it? Because obviously we have very different practices. Yeah. Like, you you heard us at the beginning. I am, I am an eclectic uh, pagan witch. Um, Carlo is a Christian mystic slash witch with some pagan and indigenous elements. Yeah. Um... So we were like, well, how are we going to find a name like, that... Like, what's what, where do we uh, cross over in our paths? And then I... So in my practice, I work a lot with Saint Calliope because she's my name day saint. I love her very, very much. Um, I have, like, on my altar, I have, like, a, a, port- like a portrait of her that I bought, imported from Greece because I was like, respect, 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 you know? And Percy works with Hellenic deities and the hellenic myths obviously include the muses yeah um one of which the leader of the muses being calliope Calliope. um (laughs) (laughs) so it was just this flash moment of us both going hey yeah actually there is this really neat crossover Mm -hmm. where our practices kind of meet they're not the same they're very different concepts and ideas and we have talked about that on Mm. our website but we will be talking about it here as well yeah um but they do kind of connect there um in a really kind of cool and unique way yeah it was yeah so there was just this sudden moment of that morning we'd been going like how are we ever gonna find a name that crosses over with all of this chaos that we've got going on. Yeah. And, and it just then, happened. Yeah, it just just clicked. Yeah, like, I can't even remember some of the names we were thinking about. No, we were just throwing things around. Yeah. Like, I was just picking mythological characters, yeah. and then I was like, wait a second. Yeah. You were just painting a really gorgeous portrait <laughs> of someone whose name I recognize. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that was painting a portrait of, like, a different saint, but it reminded you of the one I have in my own. Yes. Yeah. I have painted one of Calliope, but that's at my parents' house. Oh. Yeah. No, you were painting one of the saint... Who yeah, St. Agatha. Agatha, yes. Little Miss Top Surgery. Top Surgery, yes. <laughs> I was gonna, like, the... You, you can't see what I'm doing, but I was making signals that indicated top surgery. Yeah. To Carlo, because Carlo knows what I'm like at this stage. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was moment of enlightenment for yeah. us. Um, it was really cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Calliope. Um, for me, Calliope is the muse of poetry she's specifically the muse of epic and lyric poetry and she's the eldest wisest and most outspoken of the muses so their leader 
Um, most of her sources are Orphic, um, because she is the mother of Orpheus in some myths by Apollo. Um, but she's also the mother of the Sirens. Um, so clearly some very powerful musical elements in there. Yeah. Um, but she is usually in classical and post-classical sources depicted with writing materials because of her role as the muse of poetry. Um, so a scroll, a book in later ones, but a writing tile and stylus in earlier statues. Um, she is sometimes a mediator, I believe in some of the myths of Adonis. She does mediate the dispute between Aphrodite and Persephone. Um, but primarily she's known for leading the muses and was said to love singing stories of great heroes, both in victories and in mourning. Um, and yeah, so she she's a pretty cool figure. She's someone I've always kind of thought was amazing. Um, she's not a god that I have personally worked with, but I have dedicated some works of poetry and things to her at times, um, because as the muse of poetry, yeah. it seemed fitting, yeah. you know? And like, same with me with that kind of stuff, because I was, because gay, po- gay artist, I'm in love with Sappho, for obvious reasons. Aren't we all? Yes, and Sappho was referred to as like the 10th muse. So, My mom had never heard of Sappho. That's absolutely insane to me. Like, I said to her one time, I was like, so you, I was doing, like, Latin homework. Yeah. Um, no, I was doing ancient ancient history homework because mm. we were learning about um, Greece. And I was like, so you know Sappho? Um, and she looks at me and she goes, I know who? And I was like, <laughs> Sappho? And she was like, no. Yeah. I was like, you know Cicero? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, so how can you know Cicero but not <laughs> Sappho? Um, anyway, so I had to explain to my mother yeah. who Sappho was. Yeah. That's so insane to me. She was like, some of the things that you think are common knowledge are not common knowledge. I was like, Sappho is common knowledge. Yeah. Apparently not. But Evidently yeah. not. But anyway, so like, I'm obsessed with Sappho. Greek, queer, poet, musician, person. And I was... So I'm planning to get, like, a tattoo of Sappho. I'm so excited to see these. So tattoo of Sappho on my right arm, because she's the 10th. And I was like, for symmetry's sake, I'm going to get Calliope, because she's the first muse on my left. That way it's, like, from first to last. And you're in the middle. And I'm in the middle. it's it's cool. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I'm so excited to see these designs. Yeah. And it's fun because Calliope is also my patron saint. So it's like, I'm also honoring her in it. So it's fun. It's it's (laughs) great. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so St. Calliope though. So St. Calliope was a, how do you say the word? Martyr? I think it's martyr. Yeah. I would say martyr personally, but I'm sure there's somebody out there who will dispute that. Yeah. Because, of course. <laughs> English, weird. Yeah, it's a terrible language. No one should learn it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Learning English as a second language sounds like an absolute nightmare. And yeah. anybody who has done that, I admire you tremendously. Yeah. Like, how does my dad know Indonesian, Balinese, 
English and Japanese. It makes no... That's... Like, how the frick... Big brain moment. Yeah, literally. (laughs) It's insane. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so Saint Calliope was a martyr in the third century of the Roman Empire. So she's not actually Greek, but I know her through um, Greek Orthodox Christianity. So, yeah. Yeah. Same, Same thing. Not really, but... (laughs) <laughs> who cares <laughs> yeah uh, does it where is she from do you know um because in the roman empire yeah it, it doesn't actually say whereabouts she's from but it was like early third century and then she was executed around uh so she could have been greek yes yeah, so she potentially could have been actually greek um who knows though? Who, yeah, in, we are not my, sure. In my personal headcanon, she's Greek. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. His, history is history is weird. Yes, history is extremely strange that way. Um, but yeah, so she was a martyr, and essentially, um, she was like a devout Christian growing up, and like around age twenty one, you sh- you should be married at least in 3rd century Roman Empire. And she was the most beautiful person, uh, the most beautiful girl um, in her village, town, etc. Um, and there were constantly suitors requesting for her hand in marriage as well. And she was like, no, thank you. You're all not Christian. And I'd rather not because I'm in love with Jesus. And you know what? Respect for that. Um, but eventually... These, all these men in her life kept getting really angry with her um, because they kept getting rejected. Um, and eventually one of them uh, went to the authorities uh, to carry out some justice. Justice. <laughs> justice. Very large air quotes. Yes, yes. Um, Calliope, after hearing about this, still uh, after the threat of being... Uh, of facing justice for rejecting her suitor uh, went, you know what? I don't care. And still rejected him. Yeah. Which made him extremely angry. Uh, the original incel? Yes. <laughs> Honestly, most uh, female martyrs in Christian theology were killed because of incels. Great. We love that. <laughs> we love we it. We love that. We love it. We love it. A tradition as old as time. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> But it's true. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Anyway. Um, Anyway. Sorry, I interrupted. So she still rejected him. And he was like, okay, what if I converted to Christianity? Would you marry me then? And she was like, uh, she still rejected him because such a conversion would not be reliably authentic. And what she was after was like a pure Christian heart, essentially. Yeah, converting to Christianity to get your dick wet is not a true conversion. (laughs) Like, you can't, you can't yeah. just change religions because you've got a hard-on for someone. Yeah, exactly. That's not... That, <laughs> unless yeah. you genuinely convert your faith and yeah. genuinely believe in something. Yeah. What's the point? That's just a title. Exactly. It's empty. Exactly. So, she was already... So, she was the most beautiful chick ever. But she was a rebel. And all the men hated her because of it. Iconic. <laughs> we love her. We love her. We love to stand. Um... And so she was eventually brought before a magistrate and accused of multiple crimes, including mocking the Roman faith and treason against the empire. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. And this was in the reign of, was it Decimus or something? Um, Who was just, he murdered everyone. Yeah. He was like, oh, you said the wrong thing. Time to lose your head. Yeah, literally. Well, not 
Well, not your head because that's not how they did things really, but like, you know, time to die. Yes. Um, so according to tradition, the suitor had paid for a parade of witnesses to testify against Calliope so that her reputation would be destroyed. Nice. Yes. Uh, extremely nice. And then she was deemed guilty because of course she was. We love an unbiased justice system. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and the suitor offered to withdraw the charges against her if she renounced her faith and became his bride. Or alternative, or the alternative was torture and death. <laughs> nice. Um, so she was taken to the public square, bound to a post, and mercil- mercilessly flogged a- a- until her clothing and flesh were ripped to shreds. Her beautiful face was scarred with branding irons and salt was poured into open wounds. Oh, that's literally just rubbing salt in the wound at that stage. Quite that's literally. Li- that's literally just rubbing literally. salt. That's just insult to injury. Yeah. We just have to make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> what assholes. Yes. And then in her final moments, she was asked to renounce Christ. She refused and then she was beheaded. Nice. So she did lose her yeah, head. Yes, so she actually did lose her head. Huh. Yeah. That's so it was, it was a real off with your head moment. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I love. I love that. Yeah. It's upsetting. Yeah. It's extremely upsetting, and I adore her for it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So she's venerated in the Greek, Orth- Eastern Orthodox, and Roman Catholic faith. And then, if you've seen images of her, she's usually depicted with a hot iron pressed against her breast to represent the torture she went through. Nice. Yeah. I love that for her. Extremely tasteful. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I expected this to be anything less than a terrible, gruesome story, but, like, I knew what was coming. You really did. I knew I'd already heard, like, I'd already discussed this story with you, but every time I hear it, it still upsets me. It's extremely upsetting. It's still, like, every time I hear it, it upsets me, because, like... Calliope the Muse has, yeah. like, a cool story. Like, she's an immortal <laughs> goddess. Yeah. And, like, sure, her son got torn to pieces and she rescued <gasps> his head and carried it around with her for eternity so that he could sing. Um, but she didn't get brutally murdered. No, and then my Calliope is just... She was brutally murdered by some incels. And that's a story that hits too close to home. <laughs> Even in the modern era. Ooh. Ooh. Some feminism Ooh. For, for the uh, listeners. Just, just, a, just a little bit of feminism in there to <laughs> spice it up. Yeah. Add some flavor. Yeah. A little flavor text. Um, <laughs> so yeah, those, those are the, uh, the tragic and less tragic stories of Calliope. Yeah. Um, which you can read about on yeah. our website and... Also more in depth online. Yes. Yeah. And I will track down some sources for you guys. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. We, we, uh... We both had a connection to the Calliope. Yeah. And, like, so we, we balanced it because Calliope the Saint is mm-hmm. traditionally K-A-L-L-I-O-P-I. Yes. Um, while Calliope the Muse is often anglicized to be C A L I O P E, and I hate the C with my entire being. <laughs> um, so we compromised in the naming, yeah, and we did a K because it is correct, mm-hmm. and an E, yeah, because, because it looks nice, <laughs> yeah, because it's the traditional anglicized ending, yeah, um, which fits into the muse more than the saint. But, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so that that is how we came to our name, and mm-hmm. that is how we came to start this business. Um, and we have what? What's the date? It's the sixth of July. Yes. So our business has been running for six days. Six days. Well, technically, it was running before then for readings. We were offering yeah. tarot readings. Um, but our official opening and our first physical stock opened on the 1st of July. Yeah. Um, which was very exciting. It was extremely exciting. Oh my god, messing around with the website, trying to get everything ready. <sighs> we were like, we were like three hours before the launch, mm-hmm. sitting on our couch, and I was just obsessively going over the website and making sure everything worked. Yeah. And, like, it, it was already working. Like, we knew it was we working. Knew. It, but it, we it, have anxiety. It, oh. <laughs> like, yeah. we, we had a TV show on in the background. Like, every time we checked in with, like, another TikTok or whatever mm-hmm. the hell, it was a different... It was a different TV show. A you different can, piece you of can, media. You can watch our TikToks. They're very chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was basically me and Carlo and our friend Spade mm-hmm. um, on, on our couch, working furiously on our laptops with... Everything from community to total drama island playing in the background. <laughs> yeah. Um, because we were stressed and comfort TV is good. Yes. I love comfort TV. Yes. <laughs> nothing better than it. <laughs> I absolutely absorb nothing from those episodes. Oh, no. But it was nice having something playing in the background while I stressed over the website. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um. But yeah, so we we launched at midnight on the 1st of July mm-hmm. here, which is Australian time. Um, so that would have been a variety of weird middle of the night slash middle of the day times for the rest of you. Yes. Um, because Australia time, odd. Yes. Like whenever we have to partake in international events online and we have to wake up at ungodly it's like, hours. Yeah, it's like 5am. Yeah. Or like freaking... 1am. I've, this, I've yeah. booked a couple of tarot readings with Frankie where yeah. I've been like up at 2am yeah, for Yeah, there's this one I'm gonna book soon, not with Frankie, um, with Seedy, and mm. I have to be like awake at 3am for it. Yeah. <laughs> Frankie keeps being like, I could, I could, I could, I could schedule a time that worked for you and I'm like, but I don't want to inconvenience you. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> I love you with my whole heart and mm-hmm. I know that you're super busy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would much rather just get up at 3am yeah. for the reading and then go to sleep after it. Yeah. So us launching at midnight at our midnight time was kind of like revenge. Just a Yeah. Bit. It was like, it was, it was also actually a really reasonable time for us. Yeah. Because <laughs> who goes to sleep before midnight? Not me. Yeah. I used to. Yes. I was like, yes, healthy sleep schedules. And then university happened and I was like, <laughs> psych. Yeah. I haven't had a healthy sleep schedule. Since before, uh, I've never had a healthy sleep schedule. <laughs> Not even when I was five. Stress. <laughs> Stress hours. But yeah. Um, yeah, so we we have been running for six days. We've mm-hmm. had a couple of orders. Yes. Um, which is really exciting. It's so exciting. Um, every time an order comes through, we just go like, and yeah. the order has come through. Yeah, we like, we like, so much happy stimming. You wouldn't even, be, we yeah. wouldn't, what's masking? I don't know her. <laughs> I do not know her. It's not happening here. No, there's too much excitement. We are not masking. It's, no. it's, it's far too much pain and effort. 
Yeah. Um, so, yeah, currently our stock is unfortunately not including crystals because, as we said earlier, we're trying to hunt down some reliable ethical wholesalers. And it's hard. There's no documentation. There's nothing. There's nothing. It's all word of mouth. And you have to, like, trust the person you're dealing with. And I don't know if I do. (laughs) It's hard to trust someone that you've only ever had, like, a phone call with. Like, I haven't even seen their face. Yeah. Like, some of our suppliers will have a call with them. And their website will say that, like, they try to be as ethical as they can. But then we'll have the phone call about the supplying. And they'll be like, it's too hard to find things out. And we're like, oh. Lovely. mm." Thank you. Stress. Yeah. <laughs> but um, then sometimes we'll have other suppliers and they'll be the most lovely person you've oh, ever talked to. Yes. Um, we, yeah, we've had some really lovely experiences and some very much not as lovely yeah. experiences. <laughs> it's it's very fun because um, I come, like, we both of our parents run businesses, although very different types. Very different, yes. But, like, my family is definitely more on the retail side. Yes. My However, dad's a farmer. Yes. Um, so he interacts with one agent. It's been the same agent for my entire life. They're a local agent in our area. He gives them all of the wool that we have, and they deal with it. Yeah. Opposed to my family. Like, my dad's an ex-bodybuilder that decided su- protein and supplements was going to become his living when he retired. Um, so I know how to, like, to some extent, what it's like dealing with a lot of international suppliers and trying to, like, order stuff in from, like, America and customs and all that kind of shit. Yes, your knowledge has been incredibly <laughs> helpful here. Yes, yes. It, my mom tried to advise, advise me on things, <laughs> and I was like, you've never... Because my, my mom's a doctor. Yeah. So she technically is part of a business. Mm-hmm like a partner in that business um but they just hire someone to do all of the dealings there yeah so she's never run a business herself she has like she does doctor things not business things yeah and then my mom's just like admin ordering everything like business accounts and all that kind of stuff so like i've grown up watching her do that and now suddenly i've become the person that does that as well yeah, your knowledge and experience has been <laughs> so helpful through this. Yeah, and like just being able to call my mom up and be like, hey, how did you get around this thing? And she has an instant answer. It's fantastic. <sighs> yeah, she's, yeah. <laughs> you you and your mom's advice have been like crucial to setting this up. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah. But yeah, so currently our products are jewelry, um, which is handmade by us. Mm-hmm. Um, and some books and some rosemary rosemary bundles, which, um, so we grew and harvested the rosemary and, um, made it into the bundles. Mm -hmm. Um, there's spell jar jewelry, which, uh, I made with, um, just little glass jars, necklaces. Mm -hmm. Um, I designed the spell that goes in, like the spell and the ingredients that go in them. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, made them, sealed them myself. Yeah. And then I made a ton of evil eye themed jewelry because Greek and, um, and evil eye is something very important to me and my culture. And also it's very popular to, with a lot of other people. Um, and it just, it looks cool and it's very, it's a very effective tool. It's a, yeah, very powerful ancient tool symbol. Yeah. Um, and then we've got the books as well so we've got 
Currently four books. We've got Magical Tarot by Robin Valentine, Holistic Tarot by Benabel Wen, and I am sure that I have mispronounced that. Probably. Um, Psychic Witch by Matt Oren, mm-hmm. and Witchery by Juliet Diaz. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's been... Every time a package arrived for something that we were using to, like, make jewellery or um, the books when oh they arrived. Oh my god, when the books oh, arrived? There was so much, there was so much screaming. There, Like, we were screaming in our Discord, I was screaming in real life. Yeah. Um, I think I might have been at work when they were arrived. at work. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, it was a very exciting moment. Yeah. And we also have our bead jewellery. Yeah, um, which has been so fun to make. Yes. And I love use, utilising my skills as an ex-jewellery maker. Yeah. Um, it, to make more jewellery. Yeah, so we've got um, <laughs> little be- like earrings with beads. Um, mm-hmm. and like different crystals and stuff. Like bead crystals, so it's a bit different from like a whole. Yeah, it's, yeah like they're crystal beads. Um, some of them. Some of them are just like plain gold yeah. beads and things, but... There's, like, um, tiger's eye and rose quartz. Bone, even. And bone, yes. Beads um, on some of the earrings and hematite. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, you can see more about that. There will be links in the description. Um, Yeah. So, this is our first episode. Yeah. Thank you for listening to us talk about ourselves and our business. Um, we're not sure what the topic will be for our next episode, but I'm sure it'll be something fun and funky. Yeah, if you have a topic, don't be afraid to join our Discord and suggest it. We have a channel for that. We have a channel for that. You can also, uh, send us a message or add us on any of our social medias. So Instagram, TikTok, TikTok, Twitter, Twitter, Tumblr. Yes. Um, it's just at Co on everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'd love to hear your suggestions, um, and we look forward to hearing from you all. Bye.